Yo, what's going on, Brotato Chip? It's your boy, Jerry, the TRX for Washington. Today is Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. Yeah, it just sounds funny saying that that way. I don't know why. Anyways, uh, yeah, today is season eight, episode 83. 83 is my favorite number, so I'm bringing it back to one of my favorite episodes. We're going to be talking about Know Yourself. Yeah, this is one of those ones uh, where we talk deeply, talked in depth about knowing yourself, knowing who you are, and how you can, uh, you know... Become the big, greatest version of yourself you can. So I enclose, and, and this one I, well, let me see if I can put them in there. I have to put them in there later on. But we're going to try to get some show notes in there. Uh, they got some links to some uh, some tests that I had. Uh, the uh, Myers-Briggs test that we all know is a personality test. And the Hexaco test. The Hexaco is a, it's a test of your uh, neuroticism, which is actually a pretty good one. Because a lot of people don't exactly know how high they are on the neurotic scale. But neuroticism is one of the, uh, those that rank high in neuroticism actually uh, um it is actually a factor, one of the big five in the personality traits. So uh, it's something to, something to look into. So anyways, uh, without further ado, because it's a longer episode, we're going to get this episode underway. Episode 83, Season 8. Know yourself again. <laughs> Let go! Love you So what I wanted to talk about today is knowing yourself and maybe being more than just knowing more than yourself through experience, but actually taking the time to take a personality test and really weighing that against your experience and finding out exactly who you are. So uh, one personality test that I, I actually first found, this was back in college, uh, so it's been around for a while. Like I said, it was called the, it's called the Myers-Briggs. And uh, that gives you, uh, there's 16 types of personalities that it lays out. And uh, you may be familiar with it. It has things like INFP and or ENTJ and ENFP and all those other stuff, all those other things. There's four different acronyms and uh, they all stand for something. Uh, I can't remember exactly what the parameters are. I know it's, uh, it's either E or I, which is extrovert or introvert. N stands for intuitive or uh, observant. You could be thinking or feeling or judging or prospecting. So that's E or I, I or, well, I'm not sure. I think it, I, I want to say maybe it might be, no, it's not, it's not I, it's N or, you know what? I'm not sure. I think it's a T, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what that second one is, but uh, the, sec the third one is thinking or feeling, and that's either T or F. And the last one is J or P, that's judging or prospecting. And there's actually a new one they added fairly recently. It's uh, assertive or turbulent, and that's A or T, of course. And uh, that normally is uh, separated with a, a dash, because I guess that's the since it's new, it kind of lets you know what that actually means. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting to find that out, and it's it's surprisingly accurate. Now, it's actually been, you know, that people have kind of uh, put it out there saying that it's not as accurate as it, as we once believed, and there's actually another test called the Hexaco, uh, Hexaco score, and that is more, it's actually a test, it's less of a test of your uh, 
personality, so to speak, and more of a test of your uh, psychopathy. So it kind of gives you an idea of whether you're like you're neurotic or not, more or less. And so that, you know, the, the, and that's a little bit more accurate. It gets it's, it's a lot more questions. It gets, so it gets down to uh, what you really are in terms of personality. Now, the 16 personalities, actually, I'm going to leave a, a link on the website or on the uh, show notes. But uh, this actually, um, it's actually, if you go into the actual 16personalities.com, it has a really intricate uh, ex- way to explore your personality type. So then it goes through your strengths and weaknesses, your how you might deal with romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, who your, your career is. These are all important things because, you know, you think about it, a lot of people think they know, but they don't know. <laughs> and it's true because, like, you know, before, I, I remember back in college, you know, not, not many people know themselves before college anyways, but really they don't know themselves entirely. Not everybody. Some people do. But um, I, I found out a lot from myself. And even back then, I think I was a little bit different. I think it was like I was maybe had a T in there or something like that. I don't remember. But right now, now I'm an ENFP, and uh, it's actually fairly stable. Uh, I took this test last time. I took it about six years ago, and I just took it a couple of days ago. And it was the same thing. I was an ENFP. So it's, it's fairly stable. So it's it's probably important to know your your personality especially as an adult because like i said it's fairly stable so if you find out what your personality personality is you pretty much find what your strengths and weaknesses are how you deal with romantic relationships and friendships how you might parent what your possible career paths might be so if you're having any issues or you're finding like you might be stuck in any part of that on any part of that matrix, you might find that you that what you're doing some in some sense is not matching up to your personality. So it's very important, as I said, you know, and you just think about it right now, we're in these times of uncertainty. So everybody's a little lost right now. So I mean, any little bit of help you can get to give you some guidance on where you should go and what you should be doing next, definitely is, you know, something that you probably want to look you want to look into <laughs> considering the fact that everybody is a little lost. It might give you a little bit of a leg up, a jump start, if you will, for when we, you know, we're out of this chaos. So uh, I just think it's just, like I said, it's really important. You know, if you want to try to make any decisions, it's probably good to have some, like, some idea of like where you potentially might make uh, future mistakes or, you know, what your future, future potential or possibilities might be. So, as I said, I talked about this yesterday, and I'm going to take a quick break here. Uh, take a little quick commercial break. I don't normally take commercial breaks like this, but I'm going to take a little quick commercial break because I'm going to get a little water. I actually just finished training a client, and so I'm a little thirsty. So just give me a couple moments here. I will be back, play some beats for you, and uh, we'll, back, we'll be back with a, uh, a little story about how I learned about myself and how it actually helped me out, and it actually shaped my career. So we'll be back in just a few moments, so uh, stay tuned.
Hey, just want to let you know, boot camp. Yeah, we got boot camp going on. It's, uh, <laughs> it's warm outside and we've had a couple people inquiring about it. I had a couple more people have jumped in lately. So just want to let everybody know that, uh, yes, officially we are doing boot camps every Wednesday, Friday morning, 6 a.m. If you want to jump in, you can uh, jump on my website, generalfitnesscompany.com, click on the training and schedule tab, and uh, that will be the uh, most effective way to get to me because uh, I'm pretty busy with personal training, and uh, it's really inexpensive. In fact, it's only it's 10 sessions for only $120, so that's more than a month for less than $150. That's pretty good. Most most <laughs> most places will charge you $150 for a session. So yeah, check it out. I'd love to have you out there, and you know it's always great to be outdoors during this time. Right, I'll check you later. Maybe I'll see you outdoors. Yeah, I'm all uh, hydrated and stuff, and I'm ready to rock and roll again. So listen, back in high school, I, I, I was kind of coming in my own. A lot of people were kind of either coming in their own or still trying to figure things out in, in high school. Some people are still actually trying to figure things out. But uh, back in high school, I was kind of coming in my own. I was overweight for a majority of my late, late childhood, early teenage years, and I was... And trying to figure things out, you know, like life was a little stressful during that time. My parents had gone through a divorce. I had moved about three or four times during the, that five-year span between the age of eight and 13. And I was really kind of struggling to find my way. So as I said, I was a little overweight. And when I was uh, <laughs> in high school, I was always a hustler. You know, I think I've told you stories about how I used to uh, babysit and mow lawns and shovel and all that stuff. I used to do pretty much everything I could do for money. So, um, you know, so my mom used to give me lunch money. She used to give me like four or five dollars a day to go get lunch. And I remember, I remember looking forward to those days, uh, not because of lunch, but because I used to get money and I would take that money and I'd pocket it and I wouldn't eat lunch because I'm like, look, I need to lose some weight anyways. So I wouldn't eat lunch and I would go play basketball at lunch because I thought it was, you know, for me, it was more fun to play a little basketball and save some money, you know, and have some money to do stuff. I didn't I wasn't very smart with my money. I didn't do much <laughs> with it. I play, played video games and uh, I think I bought like a bunch of comic books. So. <laughs> I got caught like my junior year. My mom was always was asking me one day because I, I think I went a little overzealous and I was buying stuff like buying stuff almost every day for a couple of weeks. My mom was like, where are you getting all this money from? I know you don't babysit or mow that many lawns and I know you're not shoveling that much snow. Where are you getting all this money from? So I had to finally come out and tell her like, oh, I've been spending my lunch money on that. She was, like, she was a little upset about that, but she's, you know, she was like, well, you know, at least you're not spending it on uh, drugs or anything like that. Although, I mean, <laughs> although it's not drugs, I wasn't spending it on anything useful. So I guess, you know, it's, it's kind of a kind of par for the course. <laughs> kind of we break even on that one. So anyways, as I was saying, I was playing basketball and we had a new track coach. She had just came in. She just started coaching the women's basketball team and she was gearing up for uh, track season. Now, like I said, she's a new track coach. So in uh we didn't really have a track coach before, so we didn't have a lot of athletes for track. 
so she asked me if I would like to run track. You know, she said that I looked good on the basketball court and it looked like I had good footwork. I don't know if that's true because I was never really that great at basketball, but I had hustle, you know, I always hustled. That was definitely my thing. Whenever I, whenever I played a game, even when I was overweight, I was always like the, the guy that always put in the most work. I was diving on the floor, always trying to bang it out for rebounds and grab the ball and stuff like that. So I was never just sitting around, you know, just loafing. So she said, you know, I like your work ethic. I like your, I like your footwork. I think you might be fast. And I'm like, I don't know. You've seen, you've, you've seen me? I got a belly. <laughs> but she, you know, she convinced me and I came out that track season and I realized that Track was definitely the sport for me, you know, like I, I'm i kind of one of those people, <laughs> you may not know this, or you probably do, I like the spotlight, I like the spotlight to be on me, so, uh, you know, track, you can definitely do that, there's no, there's, there's a team aspect, right, you have people you practice with, but really it's all about you, and that's kind of what I liked, I liked the fact that I didn't have anybody that I could uh, blame but myself, and so, you know, even though I wasn't that good at first, I really, like, felt some I felt some something about it something about it spoke to me you know obviously the the whole being able to uh blame everything on myself whether I win or lose but also the fact that you know I had the camaraderie thing and I didn't like the short shorts <laughs> but it was just cool to run and and I won a couple races and I thought to myself like I'm kind of overweight I can't believe I won a couple races but uh, you know, that, that my freshman year kind of opened my eyes to it. I run, won a couple races and, uh, my, geez, from there, I just pretty much was working out from, <laughs> from the, the end of my track season until now. You know, it was like really that, that's that intense. I just pretty much that last day of track season, I was like, I'm going to be the fastest. And that's what happened. You know, it's like I thought to myself, like, I, this is for me. This is going to work for me. I'm, I, I'm really attracted to this. And the fact is that it, it, it shaped my career because I really felt that I felt some type of gratitude for my coach showing me the way. I felt some type of gratitude for my coach showing me the potential that I have to do something that I didn't think I can do and to find something that actually worked for me. You know, because I played a lot of, you know, I, I, I played, I, I was a bowler. I played football. I was okay at football. I was never really great at football, although I liked it. I just never really great at football. I did, you know, I played baseball. I was absolutely terrible at baseball. <laughs> I played quite a few sports and I even did some, some activities like uh, Taekwondo and nothing really spoke to me, even though Taekwondo is kind of like, a, a, is kind of like track, except for the discipline was a little, the thing with, with Taekwondo is that uh, another thing with my personality? I don't like mundane. And with Taekwondo, you pretty much are practicing the same kata, which is like those things, you know, where they stand around and they go, huh, and they punch and then they kick and they go, ha, you know, those, those things. You know what I'm talking about? Where they like all do the same punch and all do the same kick like 50,000 times. And obviously, you know, Bruce Lee said, I'd rather fight a man that practiced a thousand kicks one time over a man that practiced the same kick a thousand times. Yeah, obviously there's something to be said about that. But for me, I was like, this is not for me. This is just so boring. You know, I want something else. I want other ways to uh, to to win the fight. And, you know, with with track, there was there was that ability. There was that uh, there was that option. You could 
practice your starts. You could practice getting your abs stronger, practice getting your hip flexors stronger. You could practice doing your explosive stuff with like plyometrics. You know, there's so many ways that you could get faster that it was like always a new experience and it's always something that always intrigued me about the practice. So as I said, you know, whatever you're doing in life, there's, there's a way for you to do it that suits your personality. And maybe what you're doing might not even be good for your personality at all. Maybe what job you're in or however you're parenting or the friends that you have, maybe they might not suit your personality. But you never know unless you actually take a look and take a personality test. So I said I'm going to leave those personality tests in uh, the show notes. And I'm going to take another quick break because for some reason I am really thirsty. So I will catch you back catch back up with you in just a few moments no commercial just a little bit of beats for you real quick and uh i will catch you in the other side with the conclusion to this episode Yeah, I haven't done one of these in a while. A little final thought, a little conclusion to the episode. But I actually have something else that I just wanted to add here. You know, there's, some, there's one thing that I just want to emphasize because in college, yes, I definitely took that 16 personalities, the Myers-Briggs test, right? And I knew a little bit about my personality. However, there's a difference between knowing about your personality and actually implementing the information that you have. See, like there's information that you can acquire and that's great. A lot of people acquire information. That's kind of what people do during school. You acquire information, you try to memorize it, and then it leaves you once you don't need it. But knowledge, that's a different thing. Knowledge is actually taking that information and utilizing it and actually applying it to your everyday life. So I just want to emphasize that, yeah, it's great to take the test but look, you have a website that you can go that you're going to. Like I said, I'm going to leave that in the show notes. So you have a le- website, and well, you have a couple websites, but you have these websites, these two websites. I'm going to link link up on the show notes, and you're going to be able to look at these websites and study them, analyze exactly what you might find that applies to you that sounds familiar, and actually use this information as knowledge to help you make better decisions in your life. As I said, it's one thing to have information. You know, a lot of people absorb information. A lot of people subconsciously get this uh, stuff into their heads and have no idea how it gets in there. But they can't conjugate it. They can't come. They can't give you the knowledge that they actually have. They only have information. So I just want you to make sure that you understand that it's one thing to actually just look this up, and it's kind of fun if you look it up. That's great. It's like reading a horoscope. But if you actually implement this, if you use this knowledge as a new tool in your life, I guarantee you're going to see a huge difference. As I said, I use this. I don't actually use the test, although I probably should give my my clients this test. I should put them onto this. But I try to use what I know because I know from uh, at least about my strengths. And I try to look up other people's. It's hard because there's 16 different personalities. And I just can't memorize everything, every single aspect about them because there's 16 different things. And they relate to you know eight different parts of your, your life. As I said, your strengths and weaknesses, your romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, career paths, your habits in the workplace. And so there's a lot to memorize. But there are some things that I do remember you know, about certain personalities. For instance, like, I know for mine, I'm definitely a curious person. 
And as I said, having having that curiosity definitely, well, you see why I'm doing what I do. I love to find out how I can solve puzzles. And uh, the puzzles are every day are everyone's uh, limitations and everybody's strengths as it comes to fitness. You know, <laughs> I'm very observant as well. That's also one of the the traits. And obviously, I'm right in the right field as a personal as a personal trainer. You want to have somebody that's very observant. So energetic and enthusiastic is another thing that they, that, that I'm listed as. And <laughs> clearly, <laughs> All right. oh yeah, here's another thing: excellent communicator. <laughs> So like I said, you know, like I am, I've put myself in the position to succeed because I know these things that are part of my personality and I know what fits my style of, of communication, my style of decision making and my style of, of, of belief. I don't know if that's the actual thing, but you get what I'm trying to say is that I've fashioned a life that actually plays to my strengths. Whereas a lot of people, they don't take that time. They take that, they essentially, they just take what's ever given to them. Whatever is laid out in front of them, they just believe it is what it is and the universe has just put that there for a reason. But that's not necessarily the case. There's things that happen, but you can actually put things in place with the right tools, with the right knowledge. You can actually put the things that you need to have in front of you so that you can succeed because like you know there's a there's a lot of a lot of possibilities in this world there's a lot of things that can happen but the way that you can make sure that the things that you want to have happen happen is by knowing who you are knowing how you're going to possibly knowing the possibilities of how you might react and interact in certain situations and that's it just know thyself all right, so that's what I got for you for this Tuesday evening. It is Tuesday over here. Whenever you're listening to this, I do hope you're having a good one. <laughs> you know, I, like I said, I do really appreciate you listening. I hope that this particular episode brought you uh, some value. If it did, feel free to share it. Maybe it might bring some value to your friends and family members and, you know, associates. And don't forget to subscribe, you know, like you can get lots of episodes like this. Sometimes I have some really, really insightful and informative episodes like this. Sometimes I'm just off the cuff and you get to hear me talk for entertainment purposes. Either way, though, there's something to appreciate in every one of these episodes. All right, Broham, I will catch you tomorrow for uh, our wonderful Wednesday episode. I don't know what it's going to be about, but it's going to be a good one. (laughs) All right. Check you later. And as always. Keep good company.